Money is power, the power to control the money is one that is now In the hands of those who pretend we can't function without them So how can we do something about it? Working hard to get a raise, lifting that wage up Inflation takes it like a hidden taxation Manipulated interest rates to give the banks a way to create money With the loans that they're giving out daily That means our money is dead And we gotta pay back more than a hundred percent No wonder then why the middle class is going under When the ones above them gotta cover and come to collect and many have no access to banking Making payments are saving So more fees are taken And every day the gatekeepers are trying to stop change We cannot wait Welcome to the blockchain Welcome to another episode of Crypto 3 This is your friendly host Neeraj With a fresh new episode In today's episode We are going to talk about the news In the crypto world Crypto and blockchain world uh, For the second week of uh, May and uh, to help me out in the same, we uh, have with us uh, Mr. Vikram Nikkam, who is the owner of Insta Crypto, which is a remittance platform. And most important, he is my a mentor from which, uh, from whom I've actually learned my uh, crypto. So he was the person where I first started my crypto journey. So very excited to have him uh, on this podcast. So, uh, without uh, without wasting any time, let me hand over the uh, line to Mr. Vikram. Hi, Neeraj. Uh, so, this is Vikram here. I've been in the crypto space for a very long time now, uh, from 2009. So, my first work uh, in India for crypto was Unocoin. I started Unocoin in 2013. Uh, I recruited Satvik for technical, and um, once uh, that was done, uh, I, I handed over the project to him so that, you know, uh, I concentrated on other things like there's a lot of service that can be built around cryptocurrency. So my network that I'm working on is called Insta Crypto. Uh, it's mostly for remittance and instant trade. Uh, it may not have large volumes, but uh, l- large uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, amounts that you can buy. But uh, for up to 50,000, you could buy like instantly some uh, crypto for INR and INR to crypto. Uh, the exchange happens within like 30 minutes. Most of the times we do it within like 10 minutes. Uh, but the 30 minutes bracket, we will uh, surely get your crypto as long as all the you know parameters are met. Uh, that's the idea of building uh, something so that, you know, as we know how instant cryptocurrency is, you want to make sure that the uh, exchange that we build is also like uh, an instant platform. Uh, also, there are hardly any platforms where they do uh, instant uh, INR to crypto and crypto to INR from your bank account. Uh, that's what uh, we are uh, doing right now. And then uh, we're, uh, we're really fast about that. Uh, in my experience about crypto, it started in 2009, of course, like I said, the reason I got into crypto is because I used to hold a lot of assets in abroad, which is in the UK. Uh, my asset pricing just collapsed because of which I was like looking for answers online and I came across Bitcoin. Uh, once I came across Bitcoin, it was I felt like I was doing something really rubbish. The one that I was doing before the work, uh, I had to quit my job and uh, you know study more of finance and economics because that was something that I had la- was lacking. My experience was in management, uh, and my studies was mostly in mathematics. So uh, because of the base of mathematics, I really understood Bitcoin very well. Uh, that now that I understood that so well, I wanted to learn more about finance and economics, which I did in 2010. Uh, by 11, I was so good at it that uh, I knew Bitcoin is going to be the future. So I quit my, uh, uh, I left uh, UK and I went traveling for two years. And eventually Bitcoin is what I've been pursuing since then. So yeah, I'm excited today to be talking to Neeraj and understanding what's going on uh, in the world today. Uh, by this time, I think a lot of adoption is happening. Uh, still more to go. And I think a lot of new technology has been built around blockchain and cryptocurrency. So let's see what all is going on. Uh, go ahead, Neeraj. Yeah, uh, before I go through the news uh, for the second week of May, I just wanted to cover a big news that is that has happened this particular week, uh, which was the consensus event in New York. And one of the major... Uh, Uh, Takeaways from that event was Microsoft is building a blockchain, which is a public blockchain, and it's on Bitcoin. 
it's building on Bitcoin and it's more of an identity, decentralized identity. For example, uh, whenever uh, we used to uh, go to any website, uh, then there was an option to use Gmail to log in or maybe Facebook to log in and it used to automatically log in. So similarly, Microsoft is building uh, a similar to that where you will have control. Now, why I think is uh, is very important for uh, and uh, and the reason I'm discussing it with you is number one Microsoft is the top uh, tech company in the world second it is it is building something on Bitcoin so it is definitely earlier you had seen blockchains been developed on ethereum and other uh, uh, r3 and other blockchains but a bit on Bitcoin and that too from a top company. I just wanted to have your view on that. I think it's a very, uh, you know, uh, nice information that I, I heard from you. I did hear about Microsoft and uh, a blockchain, you know, a collaboration to do a lot of things. Uh, <clears throat> recently also I did hear, but I had not heard the details that he was going to like have it uh, similar to like how you said, how the log is going to be. So I guess it's going to work like anybody who holds Bitcoin uh, and has an access to like even a little bit of Satoshi's, you're able to log into this and use the blockchain of uh, the Bitcoin, whatever that they model that they're going to build around it. So kudos to, I think, uh, Microsoft guys, huh? they're doing really well. Uh, by this time, <clears throat> one of these large companies had to come up, had to break the barrier and then come up with something new. I think I'm hoping Microsoft would be the first one. So uh, let's rest. Everybody else is trying, of course, but everybody else is, of course, uh, are starting from scratch or companies like IBM and all. They're building around, around blockchain, but mostly it's Hyperledger. Uh, I was very keen on seeing somebody doing it on the existing blockchain of the cryptos that's available today. And that's big in the market today. Of course, Ethereum was the currency and Bitcoin Cash used to be the one which was, which would allow people to build on Bitcoin uh, Cash blockchain. But uh, Microsoft saying that they're going to build on Bitcoin blockchain is very good news. Yeah, and I think it's going to bring more ad uh, adoption of Bitcoin. What do you think? Definitely, definitely. I think uh, this kind of news is definitely going to bring in a lot of adoption. Uh, it's just that the how they're going to control that adoption because mostly in the US, they're talking about banning uh, cryptocurrencies because they're losing power with uh, their dollar and losing uh, their sanctions power, what they had till now, and then and any kind of uh, thing, they would just go and slam some you know, uh, sanctions on other countries. That may not be possible very easily with their uh, you know, dollar losing its shine in front of Bitcoin. Yeah. In fact, I, I think what you're talking about is uh, one congressman openly said the, this was the problem. And uh, crypto is actually uh, going to give problem in, to the fiat money in the later stages. So you're we right. should ban that. Pat Sherman, he's from the US Congress. Uh, shamelessly, he had, uh, till that time, I think people were asked to shut up. Uh, but he had to say it and he opened his mouth and clearly said it, what he had to say, that cryptocurrencies, if not banned, is going to take away the power of the US dollars. US dollars will not hold the global no power and will not be the unit of account for the rest of the people around the world, which means they will not have to use dollars to do their global trade. Once they don't have to use dollars, then US cannot put sanctions on them and cannot make them do whatever wills and fancies the US wants people to do around the world. That's not going to be possible with cryptocurrency. So that's all we, that's what we want, right? We want some alternative to bring down the existing financial system, which is purely controlled by the Federal Bank in New York because of the amount of counterfeiting that they do and they print the, uh, the paper around and they float the number of uh, you know papers around, uh, is fiat paper around, it's, it's, it's a joke. So uh, hopefully somebody will, uh, like the crypto will give them a good competition and you know bring in some uh, better status quo in, in future. Okay, thank you Vikram. Now let's get back to the news for the second week of May. Fidelity will start institutional Bitcoin trading within weeks. And this is this news is huge, according to me, in case of adoption. What do you think? 
very right very right i think the bigger the market for see what is uh, adoption adoption nothing but allowing exchanges to flourish and every, every exchange will allow some adoption to happen uh, and uh, if that's that's how it's happening till now that's that's uh, fidelity will be the uh, one of the uh, one of the place platforms which going to help in massive adoption then kudos okay. Uh, next news is from Warren Buffett. Now, Warren, <laughs> Warren Buffett. We have in pocket now, yeah. Uh, so, Warren Buffett's latest stance on Bitcoin, in his words, it yes. doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It just sits there. It's like a seashell or something, and that is not investment for me. <laughs> it just sits there so he's thinking i'm just sitting there doing nothing but i make money how does this cryptocurrency sitting just there making money like making adoption so he's he's pissed off because there's something else better than him uh, till now with the existing financial system with the fiat that the counterfeiters were his friends and he, he made a lot of money uh, <clears throat> but he knows for sure crypto is not his friend crypto is everybody's friend in in the world uh, and it will crypto will give equal opportunity to everybody uh not because he is something uh he should not get more that that's what crypto is going to follow so he's pissed off with that so that's why he's going to say uh, he's comparing uh, crypto to <clears throat> to the pre like historic currencies that we've used like seashells so yeah we seashells were used as crypto like currency in in the past before gold and anything was uh, was understood uh, so he's comparing it to that uh, he, Uh, you clearly can tell that he's become really old and uh, it's time for him to move away and move aside and then let the new uh, you know entrepreneurs come up and take the position uh, definitely he's become too old is clear by the way he's talking uh, the the talks that he is giving now he was he was in india about 5 6 years ago he came to bangalore i didn't understand why a lot of people went and flocked uh, at his uh, thing because what is he going to talk about how to lend money and how to you know uh, put uh, people behind you to collect your money back that that's that's his experience right that's how he's made his money so what did he have to say even say so i didn't go one of my friend did go but i had and i asked him what did you get from it and he, he had nothing he had nothing to say so obviously warren buffet is just coming around to places and talking about things he has he makes no sense so obviously he's not going to make any sense about cryptocurrency okay uh next news is from malaysia Malaysia Stock Exchange to develop blockchain proof of concept for security borrowing and lending. Very nice, actually. Uh, security borrowing and lending has been tried and tested for a long time. BTC Jam was the first one uh, to come up with a lending and uh, lending platform for with cryptos. So I think, uh, as a country, if they are getting involved in something like that, they will be successful because they can come up with some kind of regulation around that. Uh, for their specific uh, users from their country and uh, um, if not uh, outsiders but at least the malaysians will be well regulated and uh, they can enjoy the experience of uh, cryptocurrency when i say experience only when you start using crypto for whatever that you want to savings to loans to you know investment uh, anything uh, as soon as they experience crypto they will not go back to the existing financial fiat system is because they know crypto is much much more superior Okay. Kudos to Malaysia. Let's uh, think all the Malay uh, guys who are going to be uh, experiencing new technology. Yeah. Uh, next news is from PepsiCo. Blockchain-driven ad campaign for PepsiCo increases efficiency by twenty-eight percent. Wow, that's something is very new news to me. I have never heard of that. uh thanks to you neeraj but uh, i wonder what and how they're going to do that i would have uh, dealt in it a little bit more deeper do you have any more information about the same oh uh, no i i have not written down the details <laughs> okay okay i wonder how what they're really saving about and how they're saving uh, unless they they put all their expenses and everything track on the blockchain and then um, once they track that on the blockchain uh, eventually it, it can be used to the future uh, Uh, their advertising and uh, their advertising funds i think they can i'm sure they can save through that uh, once they can uh, transparently see what is the real cost of all this uh, advertising and uh, how the advertising cost is getting streamlined or uh, distributed on the chain uh, that information may be useful for the next ones coming up that's how they're able to save some costs i guess uh, right good for them though yeah 
next news is from starbucks starbucks will implement tech giant microsoft azure blockchain service to track coffee production i think they were working on some things before also so uh, once this uh, microsoft is coming up i think they're going to collaborate with microsoft maybe makes it easier for them to adopt to uh, the new latest technology uh, because eventually they know by adopting to it uh, they can save costs uh, something like starbucks is like a global platform uh, a global uh, you know a system and uh, in a global system uh, uh, the cost cuttings uh, could be very uh, you know uh, useful uh, even if it is a small one uh, and somebody like uh, microsoft is helping them out with blockchain process uh, it would be really amazing have to wait and see how it turns out okay uh, next news is from moscow authorities of moscow are planning to pilot a blockchain based electronic voting in university student council council elections and nice. the pro the project is set to be tested with the support of moscow department of information technology and moscow city election commission so they are having support also yeah yeah so i think the big uh, you know in like uh, regulators uh, who are already running some uh, jobs like your uh, you know your uh, voting system and things like that if they are going to be part of it is going to be really successful and uh, they testing this out on the students level uh, and uh, i'm sure uh, these kind of uh, you know experiments will will eventually make uh, crypto mainstream and bring this blockchain adoption to mainstream Uh, very nice actually that, that that's a good information I, i really like the way russia is taking on cryptocurrency okay uh, since we talked about elections uh, there was a major event in india happening uh, today go ahead yeah since we are talking about election uh, there was yeah. a major event happening today it, today was the exit polls and uh, today uh, people are the exit polls have indicated at least that the modi government is coming back again for the second time so uh, i just wanted to ask you how does it impact blockchain and crypto or uh, no impact um there may be some impact well, the reason because uh, now uh, this is the end of the first term right uh, the whoever the regulators are uh, if they are at the end of their first term they don't have real powers uh, even though they have they may not want to exercise that kind of power because they are in the fear of not coming back second time or whatever uh, but if they are definitely getting a second uh, term to uh, exercise their power uh, uh, any any group would have some more uh, you know changes to make uh, what changes it will bring to crypto uh, and uh, the new technology uh, i'm not too sure because there are some smart people in this uh, in this group of uh, uh, you know politicians uh, at least they spoke something right uh, they may have not given a green signal uh, but before uh, uh, they said it is not red that means before they they even uh, you know try to stop it they they had the right things to say at least about the cryptocurrency they have the knowledge so i'm all um, i'm hoping for the best uh, any new uh, or any uh, uh, party which is going to get second term may exercise some uh, good changes in the country which is very much needed and crypto is another thing that's uh, that's waiting to happen so let's see what uh, this uh, new government is going to give us same government same <laughs> new term so i think the new term may give some good changes okay for the crypto i'm talking about specifically yes yeah let's hope and see what happens uh, on 23rd of may when the final results are out um anyway the next news is also from one of your uh, close uh, exchanges maybe is the exchange that uh, maybe was launched around your time zeppe uh, oh, wow. okay zeppe uh, as you know it's not working in, in india it has uh, it is i think based in singapore uh, and now they have launched services in australia and they have a new fintech office in melbourne they feel australia is an ideal market because they have a clear stance in regulation and uh, 
their openness to fintech innovation and thirst for pr- uh, crypto products well uh, yeah australia regulated it i was there in australia when the regulation had happened uh, it, it was completely regulated markets for cryptocurrency everybody uh, who were in the space of crypto were clearly thinking of some exchange because they know the government is going to support them and the government of australia is very open towards it in terms of the support also they actually call all the exchange uh, members and the founders and the operational team and they uh, i have a discussion uh, that's that's the regulation and i love that because if you don't speak to the real users and uh, and the uh, Uh, real builders of the platform uh, what kind of regulation can you bring out so they're doing it right they they're talking to all this uh, and all this information was being passed on to mahin like in a way i did speak to mahin and i told him that there was this exchange in australia that uh, was forwardly looking forward to you know doing something in australia with him or without him or you know collaborate with him in terms of how uh, what is his idea and what is their idea about the exchange uh, i think with all that uh, mahin is finally stepped up and has done it which is a great thing australia is a great place the only drawback and the only drawback everybody agrees on it in australia is the strength in the population which means it's a smaller economy uh, very small compared to what we can see in india uh, compare india to australia it's like we're just putting one city of india uh, of indian population similar to the australian population right so uh, australian population is even less than bombay or more, more or less similar to bombay's population so that's the only thing that we're missing out uh, it's like uh, it's like a bigger economy uh, but rest everything i think it can like you know pave a path for a lot of countries uh, about the way they're doing the regulation in crypto space but don't you feel in australia there is more purchasing power than indians though uh, we might be in numbers but the purchasing power of especially uh, purchasing power of crypto is much more lesser uh, would always be lesser as compared to other countries uh, no especially when you said about australia no uh, uh, when you compare to other countries no also again uh because indians have better purchasing power or has have uh, you know uh, access to markets more easily than uh, these countries just because their currency is at a higher value does not mean that their people have good purchasing power no that is not at all true even though american dollar screw indian rupees and indian rupees loses value uh, against the us dollar that means every indian is losing purchasing power uh, when, when he travels abroad i know that is happening but other countries are even worse uh, trust me on that if you take an average indians have, have better value for their uh, earnings they have more money to spend uh, within or outside than the western countries western countries are already facing some kind of recession uh, that that is not maybe openly shown but Uh, i don't think they have bigger purchasing power than indians uh, that that kind of a market is gone for them uh, why is that is because the, the queen uh, who was in charge of uh, who sits in the uk she's in charge of uh, australia and new zealand she doesn't give a damn she doesn't care about those people okay <laughs> next news is from china chinese social media wechat bans cryptocurrency transactions in its payment policy so they have made changes to its payment policy and now they are not going to allow any kind of cryptocurrency payment so accounts can get terminated if not followed mhm wow i had no idea about uh, <laughs> this kind of turn the china was going to take but uh, you have to be there to understand what is the real scenario is it really uh, just a media gimmick or really there is a ban i cannot i can never confirm that until unless i'm living in china and experiencing that uh, because that kind of uh, fake news is going around everywhere um, for the sake of wechat i think wechat is very popular there so i think that's like uh, the whatsapp um, maybe they have shut because uh, that's what baidu also did before that baidu was also like google which is the biggest platform they they used to use a lot of people but when uh, they uh, like started cryptocurrency adoption on top of uh, baidu very little traction happened maybe because of that or maybe i don't know what if wechat had a lot of traction uh, with them 
and uh, if crypto was not in control of them they may not be uh, uh, like happy with that they may be thinking that let's shut down the decentralized currency and we could probably float our own crypto or a centralized currency maybe that could be one of the reasons but hey uh, anything would happen in china is like uh, like controlled environment right so it's not so easy for uh, entrepreneurs to go against the government so okay yeah. uh next news is from bitmain uh earlier bitmain used to dominate the crypto market in uh, in on basis of their hash rate and they uh, they used to control majority of the mining uh, through their two pools which were the btc.com and and pool however uh, the ha- their hash rate has dropped in the last 30 days as more and more mining pools um, are overtaking it so what is your view on that mining pools are nothing but a great technology right if the guys who are running miners have a great technology or, or a software that is built by them uh, which allows others to come and join their pool uh, that that's that's going to work well if if they don't have a great uh, platform or great software to you know integrate uh, other machines through their uh, pool mining um, they may be uh, like uh, they were good at that at one point of time uh, maybe now new exchanges are coming with better solutions for people so people are switching over because for a miner uh, or for any one who's running a hardware like say this one small computer and he wants to join the network through a mining pool uh, all that he is looking for is a smooth transition and smooth use of the, the software that has been built by them uh if better software is coming out uh, they may be like just switching because uh, an individual user who's allowing his computer to be used by the uh, miner through this network through the software uh he knows it's uh, it's important for him to get his share right if he's not getting his share right and if somebody else is promising a better share it's instant for him to switch like all he does is just like a click of a button he can switch off from one miner to go to another miner uh, so i think uh, the users have options now which is really good for me to think about because uh, unlike before where uh, very few miners is to have uh, you know uh, pool mining uh, getting connected to them uh, now there are more miners and more pool mining uh, software so it's it's always good so the more competition more better uh, solutions for the users okay now this is big news uh, it's about the binance hack uh the binance there was a binance hack uh, last um, in the second week of may um, of 7000 bitcoins uh, which was which was worth of 40.7 million dollars <laughs> and it was uh, removed uh, from exchange hot wallets now uh, since uh, since it was binance it was able to recover from it they took some time uh, they stopped the withdrawals for some time and uh, after some time after, after some days they have already started but if it was for maybe any other uh, exchange maybe uh, take an example if you are aware of uh, cryptopia i think they uh, underwent a hack and the, the only option was to liquidate that because they were not they did not have uh, money to pay to people so so uh, what is your view on that well clearly very clearly it's a <clears throat> it's a risky uh, business running an exchange uh, one of the reasons why on insta crypto which i'm running uh, we don't hold people's cryptocurrency is for that reason because it just gives an option to somebody to hack into us Uh, or even have uh, personal interest uh, you know fall in place before public interest so those things are out of the window when you don't hold people's cryptocurrency so you shouldn't be um, uh, what do they call the, the term uh, in the banking uh, they have so you are a custodian so the existing banks today are not performing so well is because they were custodians uh, they got greedy uh, that that's that's going to follow if you are a custodian Uh, the other thing uh, as a custodian you have to take care of is you have to have a very high standard of uh, technology to make sure that secure uh, if you're not very big uh, you're going to lose a lot of value right now what i heard that from you is like 7000 bitcoins 7000 bitcoins is nothing compared to when you see mount gox time 
Hong Kong's time, it lost somewhere around close to 800,000 bitcoins. And what is 7,000 in front of it? Nothing. But if you see the value of 7,000 today, it's much, much higher. See millions, like close to 40 millions has been lost. So we are losing real value today. Uh, so whatever, if you think of an exchange or if you think of uh, trading on an exchange, you should look at all these things. Uh, your uh, assets may be at risk on another exchange. How do you secure assets? Uh, you should go and see. That's the thing about Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is all about uh, to the person, to the people and from the people. And you should be able to hold your own cryptocurrency in your own wallet. Uh, manage it with your own uh, private keys and uh, private passwords and uh, your, uh, you know, private uh, the past links, past keys that, that comes with the wallet. It's very easy to do those things. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, with all these uh, hacking and exchange losing value, somewhere, sometime, some country will start, uh, you know, doing the knowledge base for uh, people to start storing this crypto by themselves and, you know, not losing the value. I hope that happens before uh, uh, more exchanges lose people's money. Okay. Now, it is also said as soon as the withdrawals were stopped by Binance, the price of uh, Bitcoin skyrocketed uh, to $8,000. I know that you are of, <laughs> of the view that uh, more institutional uh, investors are coming into the Bitcoin field and that's and the, the price has nothing to do with the Binance. But uh, it happened at the same time. And also another thing uh, happened is as soon as the withdrawals were started, once again from 8,000, it went to 7,300. Now, once again, uh, uh, and so uh, do you feel that Binance has some impact on the price? Yeah, yeah I think it does. It does. Because it's, it's allowing and not allowing a massive number of people to play with their cryptos. So the price changes. As soon as a lot of people who are using Binance uh, were not able to, you know, uh, get hold of their Bitcoin, uh, the price went up. It's because it's, it's, it's very clear. It's demand and supply. The demand was there. Supply suddenly stopped from Binance. Supply means the users who were uh, storing their crypto on Binance didn't have access to that. So uh, the supply suddenly, you know, reduced. So the price had to go up because the demand is always there. Demand is will keep increasing by the day. And uh, uh, and I think these kind of small uses today, tomorrow, in future also uh, will will affect a little bit. Today, the effect is a little bit more because, of course, this adoption is less. Uh, with more adoption, I think those kind of news will bring in less uh, price volatility, price uh, change. Whatever that is, all good, all good. Uh, we know that it's alive. So that's uh, that's what uh, the, the bottom line is. Okay. Uh, next news is from banks. Uh, over 50 banks participated in a simulation of letter of credit transaction on the R3 blockchain uh, platform in 27 countries. 96% said that the system will accelerate and reduce cost of letter of credit procedure. Okay. So, uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I might have missed the real point. What is the point about in this? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, generally, there is a process uh, for letter of credit. Letter of credit is, I think, some something uh, used by exporters, I think. So uh, generally, that, that particular process uh, takes around five to seven days. But now uh, uh, there, there are around 50 banks which are employing, uh, employing this letter of credit on a blockchain uh, due to which uh, it, the transaction time has reduced to one day instead of the five to seven days. Super, super. I think that's what it's going to do. It's going to reduce the time taken for the existing commerce, uh, internet allowed, uh, you know, super speed uh, communication to get commerce quicker. Now we're going to have Bitcoin and uh, blockchain, uh, which is going to help in value transfer and, uh, you know, uh, holding information, uh, which is going to be very helpful, like the way the blockchain holds with distributed ledger, distributed data. Uh, uh, it's going to reduce the time and uh, it'll be like quick commerce and uh, it's always going to be faster, right? So this is a clear example that we can see. Seven days drop to one day. 
anyway which country is this going happening in so this is happening in over 50 banks in around 27 countries so worldwide hmm. it's mostly it's yeah i guess it's mostly western uh, banks like maybe european uh, like if you say any banks between eu if they do it they ultimately get like 20 countries right so maybe that that kind of group is working on something kudos like it's it's always good right uh, if the banks are uh, experiencing uh, like uh, swift quick transactions and um, alternative likes for swift and you're able to execute things uh, instantly uh, quickly it's going to be a good option for the future right so uh, moving on to the next news it's uh, again my favorite facebook uh facebook uh, last year had a policy of banning facebook ads which were related to cryptocurrency or blockchain now uh, maybe uh, due to the uh, due to their own launch of their coin maybe they have changed uh, their policy and uh, facebook ads now uh, pertaining to blockchain and crypto can now be run on facebook okay so uh, i had experienced this crypto uh, with names of crypto on your page or uh, your uh, your promotion 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 page or whatever that you have page if it had something to do with crypto and the name crypto they wouldn't allow uh, now that you are saying that yes things have changed uh, i would love to try that and see what uh, the new stand is about and with uh, with mark zuckerberg what does he think about cryptocurrency so i'll try that out that's a good information for me thank you Okay, because earlier the approval was required, but now no approval is required. So definitely, you can try it out. Well, we, I will. I will. Okay. Next news is from Belarus. Uh, okay. So it's about tokenization of government bonds. So uh, users can now use fiat money or cryptocurrency like BTC or Ethereum to invest and trade. belarusian government bonds you can purchase the government bonds using uh, bitcoin and ethereum and this is the first time you can purchase government bonds and f- first time uh, started by uh, uh, yeah super super uh, somebody had to step in and do all that i guess uh, the smaller countries will do that first which we knew africa in south america asia any country which had less access to the global markets which was controlled through the dollars and uh, they thought because they are small in number and small in population they had a uh, smaller economy and smaller uh, you know earnings from their government wealth but well, i guess it's changed now so they're going to use crypto to make be more wealthier and uh, compete with somebody like us if us is counterfeiting somebody had to counter that right uh now you cannot go and ask them to stop their counterfeiting and stop printing this more green bags for themselves uh and devalue other countries throughout the world uh, i guess now if the other countries are holding crypto what happens i'll tell you now it's a clear example i'll tell you if belarus now believes in crypto and holds x amount of crypto of the people by selling their bonds uh when america now suddenly prints another set of qv when they do and i'm just giving you hypothetical numbers if they had 10 trillion floating in their country and they print another 10 trillion which they always do like the fucking print some numbers which is unbelievable for some countries is their global uh, is the whole years worth of uh, money that they print in seconds so when they print that kind of money so suddenly the 10 trillion of their floating value worth uh, of currency is now 20 trillion because the remaining 10 trillion they printed in that year and they took it for themselves the big banks and big corporations to keep themselves alive what happened was they floated double the money so that means when before the 10 trillion could buy 10 bitcoins now 20, 20 trillion can buy 20 bitcoins right so that shouldn't happen the bitcoin value should then automatically increase which always been happening as soon as you float more value uh, you will see that yes there is more demand that's coming from that people who were holding free money so they increase the value of the bitcoin so now automatically the bitcoin price will go up right. to double so what will happen people from belarus will counter that counterfeiting done by federal bank so that's that's the beauty of bitcoin that's the beauty of cryptocurrency now that country has understood since they are now pegging you to bitcoin and they're doing the trade allowing their people to play with it 
that's it now they're going to be you know uh, counterfeit proof from the us so that's something uh, is a great news i think i might look up on that news and then make a post about it because uh, you can write a blog on it and uh, a lot of countries can read that and understand that yes by one small pegging of uh, crypto can now increase your your worth in the future so uh, that's a great thing yeah and uh, the belarusian based company currency.com or currency.com bell LLC is the first organization to tokenize government bonds, so you can actually check that check that news out. Sure, sure, all uh, good, all good. You know they shouldn't be able to buy uh, because they print so much more money for themselves and counterfeit it. They shouldn't be able to buy more bitcoins easily because if you keep counterfeiting and then keep buying all the bitcoins, then they will hold all the bitcoins. So that that's the correction that Bitcoin does is if you counterfeit more, I will increase in my value so that. Today, what you can buy, you should be able to buy the same amount of Bitcoin tomorrow. Also, even if you have more money, because I will be more expensive then. So that's that's the way uh, Bitcoin is countering a bunch of idiots who sit in uh, federal bank as board members. Okay. Next news is from India. Indian exchange Coinomi um, is the latest call casualty. So. Yeah, yeah, and it is halting its service from May 15th. Uh, That's already happened, right? I, I read that the day when it was last day of uh, thing. Yeah, uh, the news was already out, but they are completely stopping service from uh, May 15th. Okay, okay. I guess uh, they're part of Belldesk. Uh, they were pretty big. Uh, because they were big in Belldesk, they realized that, yes, they can launch an exchange and then, you know, uh, become bigger than what the builders they had built already. Uh, I, but it's, it's something that they have to wait and uh, play again uh, because I think they must have pushed the thing too early. They saw 17 price hike. They thought they had to make something and they made an exchange. Uh, they couldn't sustain, right? So uh, with, with time, they will learn and they'll probably come back again into the game because they, they are a big company. They have uh, a lot of uh, uh, you know followers uh, or users of their platform. So they may come back and uh, come back with, with a better solution uh, for their exchange. Okay. Now, uh, the last news. Uh, just before that, I just wanted to ask you, uh, Unocoin, who was the, maybe, who provided the capital, some capital? Was it Tim Draper? Uh, first capital for Unocoin was me. I was okay. the one who put in money to make sure Unocoin is up and running. Along with me, there was somebody called Sunny Ray. Uh, me okay. and Sunny Ray, we put in our money, our investment, our uh, earnings, <laughs> our savings, and uh, we made this happen. Uh, of course, uh, in, in the beginning, uh, there was, of course, no investor would come in because it was absolutely, we are at an idea stage. So we spent in all the money. Uh, most of our money we did was, of course, uh, we did our meetups. Uh, in the meetup, of course, when we spent some money, we found Satvik. So <laughs> if we had to not spend money on Hard Rock Cafe, we wouldn't have met Satvik. So we called uh, for a meetup in uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Satvik with his wife was there. Uh, that's when he got recruited uh, for the job. Uh, and then uh, uh, in, the, in the initial days of opening till we launched, uh, it, again, it was all our money. It was first my money and my wife who had put in money. Uh, for the conference and then we got all the early uh, you know founders sunny ray was of course with me he, he put in the money the rest of the guys we, we put in our money we went and booked the hotel uh, for the venue and then uh, we got a few uh, investors like butterfly labs i don't know if anybody remembers butterfly labs uh, so we got butterfly labs to sponsor a little bit and then uh, they they came in and uh, you know they, they were uh, the initial uh, thing to help us build a, a nice conference to launch Unocoin. So all that helped in the launch of Unocoin. So once we launched, it's a, it was a self-generating uh, a system. It was like we, we already had people's crypto and then uh, people were buying crypto from us. And all that we had to do was facilitate a little bit of uh, crypto to start with, which was all our money. And then uh, at the time of, uh, you know, uh, uh, like uh, six months after our conference, uh, by this time, of course, Barry has heard it enough. So Barry wanted to put in some money from uh, New York. So he called us and I spoke to him. 
So Barry was ready to invest uh, up to two hundred fifty thousand. So that was the the money to help us get some office and then expand the business. Tim Draper and all came very late, of course. Tim Draper followed after Barry came in. After Barry, I think Paul was interested from Pantara. I spoke to all of these guys. Uh, even when Barry paid us the money, nobody was ready to you know print that news. So Wall Street Journal was waiting to speak to one of the guys from Monocoin. So I spoke to them. Once I spoke to Wall Street Journal, there were two main guys who write a lot of books and things in crypto space. Is Paul Vigna and Michael Casey. These are the two guys I spoke to. Uh, there was a 15 minutes conversation. In the first five minutes only, they knew what I was talking about. I was clear. I had uh, you know clear communication with them. Uh, I, I had uh, clear uh, like you know uh, ways to make them understand that crypto is happening and crypto is the next thing. Even in India, because they were not in India, they had no clue what was going on, and they only only hear all the fake news that was going around about you know crypto being banned in India, not being useful in India, things like that. So when they spoke to me, they were like, super happy, and then they said, okay. Vikram, I think we've heard enough. We're just going to print this now. And once we print, I know what's going to happen, right? So once Wall Street Journal printed our article about UnoCoin getting funding from Barry, uh, everybody printed the news. And of course, the Indian media also picked up the news then. Uh, that's that's uh, That helped us become big. Uh, if you understand uh, right, uh, when I said in the beginning, it was all just our funds to run the system. Till Barry's money came, we really didn't need Barry's money. We were running it fine. Uh, with Barry's money, not just the money came in, but a lot of uh, you know adoption came in because of the media picked up on our uh, news. So that really helped. Uh, Tim Draper, of course, came late. Uh, Tim Draper came late. Tim Draper came only after he bought some bitcoins of uh, uh, you know Silk Road's auction bitcoins that he got. Uh, Tim and Adam and all are very late. Of course, Adam Draper is like they got uh, what, what incubators and things like that. But in crypto space, uh, okay, they came in a little later. By the time Unocoin was already there. Okay. Yeah, but I would love to see more of uh, Tim Draper and Adam Draper coming and exploring uh, options in India and then seeing what they can, uh, you know, uh, work on, around. Like something like Instacrypto and all is a great platform. Uh, but I, I think they may not understand Instacrypto because they always look for assets uh, in the company. If there's no asset, they don't have any security for their money. So they are, they are reluctant about it. But that's the limit of their understanding, right? They're only thinking about money. So they don't have real... Uh, vision. Uh, I will only, if I get to speak to him in person, uh, <laughs> say in, in, a, in a couple of uh, years, probably, they will understand and see what uh, their vision is about. Okay. The only reason I actually brought this topic is because the next news is ab about Tim Draper. Okay. Ah, so <laughs> so uh, Tim Draper predicts uh, $250,000 by 2013, uh, 2023, 2023. 2023, and he said 250,000 per Bitcoin. Yeah. He may be jumping the gun a little bit. By 2021, yeah, definitely we will see 100 to 150,000 per Bitcoin. Uh, but 23 may be a little early uh, for up to 250,000. Uh, maybe by 2024, 25 uh, would be the thing. Well, of course, Draper is still new, so he, he has his predictions, but uh, we'll wait and see how uh, uh, it will turn out to be. Another prediction that he has made is Bitcoin would account to 5% of the global market share. By when? Does By he that have time. time. By that time. By that time. Oh, okay, okay. So that may be true. Yeah, I was just wondering what time is he talking about? Because if it's in another 50 years, it will take over the whole world. So it's not going to be 5%, it will be 100%. But of no. course, it all depends on when he thinks the time, right? Yeah, maybe uh, the, uh, that, that time may be the right time for, uh, for that 5%. And uh, from what no. figures that he's got and from where he's uh, done that calculation, I don't know, but uh, he could be right. Yeah, uh, five percent by uh, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, that's what that's what he says, right? Price would be like two hundred fifty, and the, uh, and the adoption is five percent. Huh? I don't know what kind of metric um, metrics is is thinking of. Like what what five percent? Five percent purely just on cryptocurrency without holding any other, uh, you know, monopoly paper fiat money, or is he talking about people holding monopoly fiat paper money? Also having crypto, maybe more than 5%. And not maybe, it'll definitely more than 5%. Just on crypto, maybe 5%. Okay. 
Okay. No, he's talking about maybe the total out of the total money, five percent will constitute crypto. That ah, Bitcoin. So now I get it. It is not just about adoption. He's just talking about the global wealth. Five yeah. percent of the global wealth will be in crypto. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good thing. Also, I'm never compared like that. But uh, he he could be again right because. Today's global wealth is distributed in a lot of things and a lot of places it holds a lot of value. Uh, right now, it does not come to crypto. So, has he calculated that with the, that two hundred fifty thousand? When you continue, when you multiply two hundred fifty thousand per Bitcoin into the existing Bitcoins, uh, maybe five percent of the global wealth then, or the global uh, transactional value, whatever value that he's counting to. Right. Good thought. Okay, so those were the news for second week of May. Uh, do you want to add anything, Vikram? No, I guess uh, I'm I'm pretty uh, clear about what's going on. I think uh, from what you said, uh, uh, pretty satisfied with that. <laughs> you you covered most of the news, uh, I guess. Uh, a little bit here and there, of course. You can you can always uh, people will be able to find it themselves. But you got most of the main points that's that's going around. Well. Uh, I, I did do a, a post recently, uh, very clearly the post about, uh, we spoke about this particular person uh, from the Congress in the US that he said that Bitcoin is uh, 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 to be stopped. If Bitcoin is not stopped, it's going to give uh, no powers to the US dollars. Uh, so um, I made a post on it on Insta Crypto. I wrote a blog also about it. So how the world is coming around uh, with, with Bitcoin and uh, why everybody really wants crypto and why should not India ban cryptocurrency? Because if India bans cryptocurrency, we're just giving uh, more powers to the US uh, to come and put sanctions on our own companies. Like an Indian company says, oh, I like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, but I don't want them to want more people to use it. Means that company themselves are going to get sanctioned because they allowed fiat to flourish and not crypto and the fiat controllers will come and control your company also because that's what is sanctions about sanctions about picking up picking individual companies in a country not allowing them to do business blacklisting them for wills and fancies of the dollar so that that uh, should not happen so that's that's why uh, india should allow cryptocurrency globally people should allow cryptocurrency they should read and follow what belarus is doing uh, they may not be biggest economy in the world, but I think we have to now look into these kind of countries. Why are they pegging themselves to cryptocurrency? Because they want to be ahead. That's why. So that, that's the news. Yeah, I'll definitely check out the post. I had a look at it. I saw the uh, Kaiser report. I was going through it, but I did not go through it entirely. So yeah, I read your article about Indian Indians are giving a chance to for uh, uh, for us to dominate in the crypto market but i have not gone through it completely dominate in less of crypto market basically they want to dominate in the non crypto market because the non crypto market is the only place they can dominate with their dollars yeah uh, with their paper so uh, i don't know how far and uh, how much of more paper are we are the rest of the world going to eat from uh, the us eventually they're going to say enough is enough we're going to not going to eat this greenbacks anymore I uh, would rather have uh, cryptocurrency because Satoshi has built something better than the federal banks board members are sitting and doing. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your time, Vikram. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks a lot, uh, Neeraj. Yeah, it was really great. It was a good conversation and uh, nice topics that we covered today. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it again. Thanks yeah. a lot. Bye. Have a good night.